Welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio, amen, with my beautiful wife, Eliana, and we are so honored to have you as our special guest today. Amen. We're living in a beautiful day, amen, where the Lord is revealing himself and he's revealing his glory, amen. amen. The Bible says that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth amen. like the waters that cover the sea. And we're seeing more revelation coming forth in these last days the Bible yes, talks about more than we ever have before. And I think that it's so vital and so important for every one of us to tuck in deeper and stronger than we ever have into our relationship with the Amen. Lord to where we truly become one with Him. Mm -hmm. Because that's when things begin to change for us. That's when oh, things yeah. begin to get uh, strong. That's when our life has meaning. That's when our, our, that's when our purpose has been discovered is when you become one with the Lord because you become one with Him and the plan that He has for your life. That's right. How do you feel like this last year, um, how do you feel this last year has affected your, your oneness with the Lord? What do you feel has been different? You know, uh, maybe you're watching here today and, and things that, you know, life has happened in the last year and a half. And what do you feel has caused you to get closer to the Lord? What, what did you do that maybe somebody else didn't? Well, one of the things that really tucked me in was I do pay attention to Bible prophecy and yes. end times, and it's like reading a newspaper, yeah. you know, and so for me, at the beginning of this, God had already been talking to my heart before this pandemic had happened, and I'd talked to our family. We'd have a few Bible studies and some meetings, and so that that was preparing us as a family for, for everything that was going on and what was to come, but what really helped create a very straight line for me was studying Matthew chapter 24 mm -hmm. and 25, because Matthew 24, Jesus was talking about the day that we're living mm -hmm. in. This is the beginning of sorrows, and the thing that he said would happen the most in this day that we're living in is that there would be mass deception. Mm. And so for me, that was the thing I was praying against as Lord, cause your people and cause me, Lord, to cause me to walk in truth, and Lord, as a pastor and as a minister, mm -hmm. Cause me to lead in truth. And Lord, help me to expose the enemy where the enemy may be so that your people are not deceived. Because we've seen a lot of people mm -hmm. draw close to God this last year and a half. And we also seen a lot of people get deceived. Yeah, I, for me, I really felt like, um, you know, we're talking about getting, you know, being one with God. For me, I, I feel like the most important thing that this past year and a half taught me was the importance of prayer, mm -hmm. the importance of, you know, being in your word and the importance of not allowing fear to rule any other part of your life. Yes. You know, I, and, and being close to God is just, just the most important thing yeah. for me this past year, you know, to make, making sure that I'm praying, making sure that I wake up praying, go to bed praying, making sure that my, um, my, uh, ear is tuned to him. Mm -hmm. And if my ear is tuned to him, what's about to happen or what's coming up isn't going to be surprising. It's not going to be something that's alarming to me. Now, no, I don't like it. You know, I, I feel like um, there's situations that I didn't want to be a part of. Yes. But it wasn't anything that the Lord didn't walk me through and through with, you know. And being close to God shouldn't be just, you know, because we're going through something in the world. It should be something that we're attaining every single day. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want, you know, right now in the state that we live in, Finally, you know, things are happening, happening, happening to get us back to some normalcy. 
but we shouldn't be, oh, okay, things are back to normal. So we start getting lax in our relationship with the Lord. We start getting lax in our prayer time, lax in our um, uh, devotional time. No, it's time to get even closer mm -hmm. because this is, like you said, was the beginning of sorrows, you know. Mm -hmm. And we know that there's two major events that are coming. Um, that is the rapture of the church mm -hmm. and you have the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And they're coming in that order. And there's a harvest that is to be reached before he returns. And so more than ever before, we have to be prepared and we have to be involved. Yes. We have to be involved in, the, in our relationship with God. It's not enough to know about God. Or, and it's not enough even to be doing things for God. Because you can do something for the Lord and not know the Lord. Um, a perfect example of that is, you remember when Jesus was talking to his disciples, you know, and what was it Philip said? He goes, oh, Lord, if show us the Father, you know. And he says, you've been with me this whole time, mm -hmm. and you don't realize that if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Mm -hmm. He'd been with them for three years, and even he was missing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and so you have situations like that. You have set situations like the Apostle Paul back when he was Saul. I mean, he was on a mission from God, you know, for God is what he was doing. And he was out persecuting Christians. And it wasn't until he was on the road to Damascus that he had this life-altering experience where the Lord knocked him off his horse, this bright light shone round about him, and he heard the voice of Jesus saying, you know, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he asked him, he said, who are you, Lord? And it's like, this man's on a mission for God, you know, in his mind. And yet when God spoke to him, he didn't even know the voice of God. Mm. So it's not enough to know about God because life-changing power is released when you know him mm -hmm. more than when you just know about him. Mm -hmm. So I think relationship with him is so vital. It goes back to what you said. We cannot slip in our devotion, mm -hmm. you know, in the time that we spend with him in prayer, the time that we spend with him in fellowship, the time that we spend with other believers in local churches, you know, corporate gatherings, all of those things are important. Our worship's important. Our time in the Word is so important. And I just think that we need to understand that it was sin, mm -hmm. you know, man's disobedience mm -hmm. that separated the creature from the Creator. It was what altered the original plan that God had, and that was for us to have fellowship with yeah. Him. You know, the Bible says that Adam and Eve, before they, they fell into sin, before they disobeyed God, that they walked with the Lord in the cool of the evening. Mm -hmm. You know, that was their routine, that they would spend time fellowshipping with God. And the moment that they disobeyed, the moment they sinned, sin separated them from God. And it also separated them from the plan of God because remember, God gave him work. Mm -hmm. That's one of the first things God gave him was the work, take care of this garden. And so all of those things were changed because of sin. Mm -hmm. It separated man's ability to be one That's right. with God. And now we're now what we need to do is get that oneness back. How do you think that we get that oneness back? I, I remember, I'll just say this. I remember uh, when we first got saved, I remember this time that you were at church. And, and after, it was an amazing time at church. And this is what you said. You said that God talked to you and told you that when you walked away from him, that there was a wall, that you had put up a wall between mm -hmm. him and God. And he said to you that that wall is coming down. You know, what do you think really caused that wall to come down for you to become, you know, just one with God, to know that he, he was number one in your life and you, you had a relationship with him? 
for me, I know that for me, that that wall coming down for me, because everybody has a different mm -hmm. wall and a different yeah. reason, you know, between them and God. For me, it was that truth of being forgiven, mm -hmm. you know, that that knowing that I'm forgiven. And the minute that I realize I am forgiven, no matter what, I, when I realized that I was forgiven, for me, that wall just came tumbling down and anything and everything God had for me, I wanted. Yeah. I, well, you know what? That wall is sin. Yes. You know, and, and sin is something that we're born into. Mm -hmm. But then sin also is a choice. You know, it's something that you can continue to do. And so for me, um, the only way, what we learned was the only way that we can be restored is through Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ himself said, no man can come to the Father except through me. Mm -hmm. And so for, for me, I got saved that first month and I'm just running after God. I'm just going, Lord, I, help me not to fall mm -hmm. because man, I was in such a, a, such a horrible place when I gave my life to Jesus. And he set me free from so many things immediately, but I was just doing everything I could just to live right. I wanted to, I wanted to remain clean and I remember just just really running after him. And that's when he told me that night. I remember that night very vividly. And I remember just a prophetic word being spoken. And I remember the next thing I know, I'm, man, nobody laid hands on me. I'm on the ground. And man, I, I'm hearing from Jesus. And and he told me that when, uh, when I turned my back on him, because you and me had gone to mm -hmm. church but never really committed to him. Yeah. And... He told me when I turned my back on him, he says, man, he goes, the devil came in like a flood. He goes, and even now it's like there's a wall between you and me. He goes, but in a moment, I'm going to tear that wall down and reveal myself to you. And it's like when that wall came down, it was like, man, I experienced Jesus in a level mm -hmm. that I'd never known. Man, I, you know, the Bible says to know him is to love him. And that's the thing that's kept me pursuing him is just that my love for him and because of Jesus, that fellowship that was lost by Adam and Eve in the garden, because of Jesus Christ, we now can have right. restoration to where now we can have fellowship with the Father and become one with him again and become one with the plan that he has for That's our right. lives. But, it, but we, we won't become one with the plan if we don't become one with him first. So I think it's important, amen, that we, uh, that we focus on always pursuing knowing him more than anything else that's right that's right um right here you have written down first corinthians six seventeen. you want to go there it, this is what it says first corinthians six seventeen. and if you don't have your bibles amen you're going to make sure you bring a bible grab your notebook you know take notes while we're speaking but you can always come back and binge watch all of these episodes of kingdom concept but this is what it says in first corinthians six seventeen. But he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit mm. with him. So what this is saying is that you're one spirit Amen. with the Lord. Amen. When you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you become joined Amen. to him. To where literally you become one with the Lord. And that spirit, the Bible says that we now have his spirit living inside of us. That spirit that cries, Abba, Father. To where we know that we're his. And, and he knows that we're, that, you know, and he knows that we're his child as well. And I think that it's so important that we we work on that oneness with him. You know, uh, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything gets added Amen. unto you. Amen. And I think that if we can get that right, seeking him first, 
then everything else just comes to us. Everything else will line up in your life. Everything else that's in disagreement with God will fade away and everything that is in agreement with his plan and purpose mm -hmm. for your life, mm -hmm. it'll come to you where, to where you become one with him. Mm -hmm. And you know when you're walking in step with God. You know when things are well between you and him. You really, Amen. really do. Um, you know, that reminded me of uh, Matthew six thirty three, which we totally know this. Um, it says this, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And you know, a lot of times when I, when I hear that, I feel like people are saying, seek ye first and his, um, and strive. This is what the Amplified says. It says, but seek amen and strive first of all his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given you. Amen. If we seek his kingdom, his way of doing things, if we seek him in every area, and if we seek him in how you would you act, how would you want me to uh, react in this situation? How would you want me to react in this situation? How would you want me to react in this situation? If every situation we're seeking his way of doing things, we're going to find ourselves being more like him. Mm -hmm. We're going to find ourselves reacting more like him because we've all reacted in a way that we should not react before. We've all, uh, you know, blown it. I have plenty of times I can tell you that. But, you know, even in my blowing it, I could feel that voice of God saying, hey, wait a minute. This is not how you react. Mm -hmm. This is not how you, how you do things. Why? Because I'm one with God. I'm seeking his kingdom. And even if I may blow it, his voice is right there to get me back on track, mm -hmm. to make sure that I'm, I'm back to where I need to be. I write myself up. I'm not talking about sin. I don't go around sinning, you know, mm -hmm. not like that. But I'm just saying, you know, we have, we have an attitude, you know. I, I have a husband, you know, 33 <laughs> years. And, you know, there's things that I don't like, you I know. I never upset you, do I? No, never, never. And so, you know, you have to take every area. How would the Lord react to the situation? How would mm -hmm. he want me to react to the situation? If I'm seeking his kingdom, if I'm seeking everything that he wants for me, then even in this situation, when I want to handle it my way, I want to do it the way I want to do it. And I want swift justice the way I would like to do it. Um, I have to allow God's way of doing things to be better than, than my own, you know. And he, he always does things so much better when we just allow him to. You know, but this is the thing is that, you know what, the Bible says if anybody's in Christ, you're a new creature, uh -huh. all things pass away, everything becomes new. That's right. That is a process. And this is the thing is that to become one with the Lord, you know, it, it, it comes through you being in agreement mm. with uh, with his word, you know, uh, through your obedience mm -hmm. to that word. And because God's word is God's will. Yeah. And so if we if we come to a place where we want to truly be one with God, where we want to be united and joined to him, you know, like never before and be inseparable and uh, come to a place to where, you know, quit is something that we would never do, then God's going to always lead you to his word. That's right. God's going to bring you to the word so that way you can learn mm -hmm. what his will is for your life. And as you become one with God, God's going to start bringing your heart, you know, to yes. the word. And he's going to start changing your heart to conform to his word. And this is what's awesome is like, you know, I had a, a, a men's Bible study last night and it's just been going amazing. Mm -hmm. And in this Fine. Bible study, we have a bunch of different men. And there's this one brother, and man, I just, I've known this guy for a long time, and I've watched um, him go through some of the just 
hardest travesties, you know, that a parent can go through, that a person can go through. He had a son that was murdered and things that happened that just, you know, just added to the things that were really taking away yeah. and destroying his life. But I've watched him tuck into God like never before. And old things are passing away. And what's beautiful is I've sat down, I've had conversations with him. And things that did not bother him before, like drinking, partying, stuff like that, now... Now his heart's changing to where he's not comfortable doing those things. It's like he'll go to a party and he's like, I have to leave. And they're like, what do you mean you have to leave? We just started. It's just like he's not comfortable no more. And even though there's still some things in his life that need to change, just like all of us, um, he, him putting God first is bringing him closer to the yes. word of God, bringing him closer to the will of God. And uh, last night, you know, uh, I went outside after the thing and, and he was out there and he was just crying. He was just talking about how God had just put a conviction in his heart. He's like, I want to live for God. He goes, I don't want to be the man I've been. And the reason why that change, that metamorphosis is taking place is because he's been exposing himself to the word. He's going to church every time the doors are open. He's going to Bible studies. He's going to anything that, that, that can keep him centered on God. And anytime you put God as the centerpiece, like what you just read in Matthew mm -hmm. six thirty three. Anytime He's the centerpiece, everything is going to come into alignment with yeah. Him. Your life is going to conform to His will mm -hmm. and to His ways, and you're going to feel your relationship just in that bonding, that oneness. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel it taking place, and it is truly a miracle to really work, when you become one spirit with it the really Lord. It really is because in every situation, you begin to ask the Lord. Okay, this is the situation. What does your word say about it? You don't go to what I feel. You don't go yeah. to about what I think or what I want or what I can benefit from this situation. Or how does this situation make me feel? How does this situation, um, how is it going to make what I do or want change if I react to it differently? A lot of times I feel like we react to a situation because it benefits us. It benefits our feelings or it benefits mm. our emotions. It benefits us for something later instead of looking at a situation and looking at through the word of the word because in the end his word is going to benefit us the most mm -hmm. not a temporary feeling not a temporary fix not a temporary uh, solution you want something that's in the word that is going to fix it going to take care of it for a long time not just at that moment because your feelings can change so easily yeah it's so easily well let me ask you a question you know so there are some people that they want the benefits of serving God, but they don't want the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's going to draw you closer to God is obedience. Mm -hmm. um, how how does, you know, we're talking a lot about connecting with God yes, and, uh -huh. and, and, and being in agreement with God. But what is the result of not agreeing with the Lord? How does that affect you becoming one with him, your relationship with him and in, in, in trying to move forward with God? How does disobedience to his word, how does it affect that relationship? Disobedience to his word affects every relationship. Disobedience to his word separates you from God. It makes that oneness that you have with him, it, it makes it separate. You know, he doesn't leave us. He doesn't, you know, abandon us. It, he doesn't. But it causes us to not hear him clear, clearly when we're being disobedient. When we're being disobedient, it's harder to hear his voice because all that sin is muddled in there. 
And so if we're not putting his word first, it's easier for us to fail. It's easier for us to um, to step back. And even those things that once were so uh, um, like a conviction, mm -hmm. it becomes easier not to do that if we allow a separation between us and God. And we can't do that. We have to protect it. I know that for us, you know, we've been saved now 30-something years. Oh, wow. It's been amazing. And I know for us, we've always protected that. We've always protected that that voice from God. You know, we've always protected not wanting sin, not wanting anybody outside influence that's going to take us away from, you know, friends, you know, people around us, you know, uh, that are going to take us away from hearing his voice or, or even cause us to be deceived, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, um, something might tickle our ears or might be good at the moment. We just have to, we always just make sure to go back to the word, put his word first in, in our lives. And it, it, it's a, it, not a, it's, I don't know, it's like a protection, you know, mm -hmm. that shield of faith, you know, around us that protects us from anything that the world may come at us. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that agreement is so important, mm -hmm. especially if there's going to be movement. Amen. You know, uh, Amos chapter 3, right verse 3. Yeah, I want you to go ahead and read that, Eliana. Um, can two walk together except they agreed? Will a light, oops, sorry. Yeah, that's it. No, I know, but my... That's why you need a paper Bible yeah, like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's skipped. Can two walk together except they be agreed? So look at that. Well, uh -huh. That's it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It says, can two walk together unless they be agreed? It's like uh, one translation says, how can, how can two people walk unless they be in agreement? Mm. It's like this. If you want to have a strong relationship with God, my brothers and sisters, listen to me. You have to come into agreement with his word. Mm. Because uh, you can't say, oh, I love God, but you, but you don't agree with his word. If, if you love him, this is what the Bible says. If you love me, you will obey my commandments. And these commandments are not hard to do. Um, it's important for us, amen, to, to have that agreement, amen, that you bring your beliefs to the word of God, that you bring your life experiences, you bring your culture, you know, you bring everything, mm -hmm. you know, to the word of God. And if those things do not agree with the word of God, let me tell you something. You don't change the word of God. You need to change your life. That's right. Because without that agreement, you're not going to go anywhere in your That's relationship right. with God. God's going to keep you at that place where he's saying, I need you to obey. Because disobedience will always schedule lack in your future. And God will not advance you past your last disobedience. How can two walk unless they be in agreement? If two people can't walk in agreement, what happens is you're going to be stepping on each other's toes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's going to cause the relationship to suffer, and it will cause people, it'll cause you to stumble, mm -hmm. amen, in your relationship with God. We see it happen all the time. All the time. Especially, I think, feel a lot of times it happens with couples, couples, singles, looking for a mate, you know. I, I see that a lot to where they're they're on fire for God, they're, they're just you know, full force for God. And then they all of a sudden stumble with somebody that isn't at the place where they are with God mm -hmm. and that they're not, they're, they're not this place where they're not, they're not there with God. And instead of that person um, pushing them forward with God, they end up stumbling. And mm -hmm. it's so, it, it's so important to make sure that you are, uh, walking with somebody that is going to be in agreement with the word of God because you can have two people walking and they're in agreement in their sin. Mm -hmm. 
They're in agreement in yeah. not following the Lord. They're in agreement in not doing the right things. But if you're seeking the kingdom, you're going to want to walk with somebody that's leading you to the Lord. Amen. Amen. That's our prayer for you. Amen. Our prayer is that you will take your relationship with God to a whole nother level. Amen. Amen. Seek God first. Amen. And you will find yourself coming into a holy agreement with him. Your life will start aligning with his word and your life's going to change. I'm Amen. telling you, God is going to show you how real he is, how beautiful he is. And he's going to show you how much he loves you. And what's beautiful is that his grace is there. Amen. His grace is there to help us to make the changes and the adjustments that we need to make. He knows that you've been living your life with in sin. He knows amen. that. Yeah, he does. And, and he sent Jesus, amen, to set us free so that sin does, no, does not have dominion over us any longer. Amen. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Amen. Ask him to forgive you for everything you've done wrong and ask him to come into your amen. life and be the Lord of your life. And you will begin to grow closer in uh, your relationship with God. Amen. And you're going to discover what his plan is for your life. Amen? Amen. We love you. We thank you for being with us today on Kingdom Concepts. And we look forward to being with you guys again. God bless you.